Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 187. I'm Todd. And I'm a much better class of Charles. And we're going to be talking about motorcycles. And probably more motorcycles. That's that's a fair bet. That's a fair bet. How's it going, Charlie? It's going pretty good. It's going good, Todd. Long time no talk. Yeah, so. yeah, it's been it's been too long. So Charlie's uh Charlie's a friend of ours. You may remember from occasional pop ups in previous shows. He uh tested out the Strom when I was getting married and called me numerous times to tell me it was making noises. Many, many very scary noises. It, it, More it, scary than I'm used to on any motorcycle. You'll be happy to know it's still making them. It's still going strong. Uh, I, I'm not sure strong is the right word, but still going. Is no, I, I said it's going strong. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. I bet it's doing exactly that. Rattle, 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 crash, rattle. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. If you get the crash before the rattle, it's a problem. I try not to crash other people's bikes. It, it's bad it's policy bad. on the whole. It gets expensive. You have to fix theirs. Mm. You, can, you can ride your own when they're broken. If, Charlie, you were in the mood to rent a V-Strom... You should know that our show this week is brought to you by Surf and Summit Motorcycle, who offers Suzuki V-Strom rentals in Maine and New Hampshire. They'll pick you up at the airport and deliver the rental bike to your hotel at no extra charge. That's fantastic. It's a shame I'm in Virginia. That is some bad planning well, on your part. I have a main license plate on my car. Does that help? Um, I don't think it counts. It's a shame. I thought it was worth a try. Seems like a long delivery trip. Well, everything's close on the East Coast, right? That's true. That's true. It takes forever to get there, but it's close. Good. Yeah, that, that's my theory anyway. So after moving out here and realizing the West is very, very big. It, it, it is that. You can pre-book your rental now at surfandsummitmotorcycle.com, though probably not if you're in Virginia. That might be counterproductive. Well, I can book it. I just don't think they'll give me a bike. That That's true. I mean, if you showed up, they would, but it, it's a bit of a trip. Uh, I'll, let, I'll, let them, I'll let them deliver to people local, and you know, then people can enjoy the, the pleasures of a strom that apparently makes less noises. Might have intact light bars and doesn't have a rubber duck shoved in a hole in the deck. See, now, that, that rubber duck is a feature. It's definitely not a bug. If if the rubber duck wasn't there, then water would get through the hole. I've you said like the bad thing or, yeah. or the problem. The rubber duck is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Okay, good. I, I didn't actually really want to ask. But <laughs> now, now you've enlightened me, so I, I have one less thing to worry about going mm-hmm. for. And and now the next time you have a hole in one of your bikes where it shouldn't be, you're going to be looking at it and you're going to be thinking, hmm. Oddly, I have a hole in one of my bikes where it shouldn't be. Because the, the fuse cover flew off the Multistrada and is missing somewhere on a road in New Mexico. Oh. Wait, are you saying that maybe that Ducati side stand puck I found the one time wasn't actually a side stand puck? It could have been any bit of a V-twin that shook and rattled itself loose. Interesting. Interesting. Now I wish I hadn't left it somewhere. It could have been worth something. I, I, I could have used it if it was a fuse cover for a Multistrada. <laughs> so I guess I don't think of the Multistrada as a particularly shaky bike, but... Uh... <laughs> At 9,000 RPM, it shakes. Oh, yes, I can, I can see your point there. At 9,000 RPM, the Strom catches on fire, so... That's because it's a TL-1000 on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Or lesser steroids with more bike and a little less engine. But it's been on steroids for too long. Could be. So. It's getting all kind of weird and... Growing a mustache that doesn't quite come in right. That's the light bar, Todd. Oh, oh, right. My bad. <laughs> we can't. We can't all have fancy mirrors with turn signals integrated in them that cost a fortune to replace, Charlie. I, I have, in fact, now replaced the mirror handguard guards on the Multistrada with actual handguards that don't break quite as easily. Oh, okay. Well, that's something. So now, now I'm trying to find somebody who wants to buy handguard guards. 
I, I wish you all the possible luck you could have. Or RC-51 parts. Well, you know, you, you, you sold the brakes, right? Sold the brakes, yep. Sold, sold a lot of the brakes of that bike. Oh, that's good. So, so tell me about the RC-51. How did you wad that thing up? Well, I didn't sell it because I wadded it up. I sold it because it was broken. Oh, what okay. it up did not, in fact, cause it problems any more than usual. But wadding it up was apparently if you're lent over and somebody shoves their front wheel into your knee, you fall down mm. Mm. and you land on their Ninja 250 and then you both go sliding for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes holes in your bike. Then you pick the bike up and because it's an RC51 and really doesn't care, you ride it some more. Mm. Yeah, coming out of a turn. In, on a racetrack, and somebody decided that they were uh, faster than I was, which they were. Uh, I mean, I could officially be on the Blue Flag Racing Team for the SportTouring.net crew. The Ninja guy was uh, upset that I passed him on the straight. Oddly, when a Ninja 250 compared to an RC51, that mm-hmm. there's a power difference there, even with a sail on it. Sure, sure. Decided that that was the point where he's going to crash it. Mm-hmm. Take that. So, take, take, take that. Take that. Fall down. Have my have your six hundred pound bike land on me, mm-hmm. and then we'll see what happens next. But I raced that I raced that bike the rest of the season for values of race that included it boiling over, overheating, and dumping a water pump. And then decided that the RC fifty one was better served by going to visit some other people in bits. So the you know like the radiators went to England and the frame sliders went to Australia. What? Australians buy frame sliders off American bikes. That is a little puzzling. Yeah, yeah. So, but I have some bits left. So, you know, if Chuck, the lower class Chuck, really wants some RC51 parts, he, he's certainly welcome to to have some. I'm sure they'll go really well on a GS. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess he's not gonna have much use for those, but uh, you know, who knows? All, all things are possible, right? And it, and it's Chuck, so maybe we can just make him create a use for them. Did you replace the RC-51 with something for the track? I did. I uh, replaced the RC-51 with a Daytona 675. Ah, okay. Uh, Not with a turbocharger, though, just so we're all on the same page here. You can't race a bike with a turbocharger on our local track. It's not a power track anyway. It's a former Weira race bike that uh, my friends at D&D Cycles were extremely helpful in getting to me out to New Mexico, at which point, because it's one of my race bikes, it promptly decided not to run for six months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and is, is finally running. It's been an excellent machine. I'm, I'm, I'm very fond of the triples. I don't think I'll ever run an FMF pipe on any bike on the street because it's, it's about the loudest thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Short of carrier jump jet. Well, it's a little lighter than the RC 51 and it turns a little better and it makes a little more power. So you, you can't really, you can't really beat that with a stick. No, no. Do you still look like a complete bear on a tricycle on it? Todd, what bike do I not look like a bear on a tricycle on? Well, if we got a... a hmm. Fair uh, fair point. Maybe, maybe a Tomahawk or a Boss Hog. Sport bikes with a six-foot-seven guy on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I make them, I make, I made your V-Strom look tiny. Which is I, saying something. I flat-foot a 690 Enduro KTM, but uh, it, it's bear on a tricycle, it's big sail in the wind, and it's... What on earth is that guy doing on that mini bike, and why? Why are we having mini bike races in the six hundred class? Time. <laughs> well, you know that brings up something. Have you considered a mini bike? I mean, if you're going to go bear on a tricycle, maybe you should go the whole way. Oh my god, I, I am desperately looking for you. Well, not desperately because there's no space in my garage even for a mini bike. But I think Grom Racing would be 
amazing. That looks great, doesn't it? It does. I actually have a friend who wants to do the M1 GP out, which is the 24-hour endurance race on a kart track. And I think the biggest bike you're allowed is a 150 out in California. So he's trying to recruit a team, and he's five foot seven and 115 pounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So obviously, putting the 200 pound, six foot seven guy on the same bike, we're going to have we're going to have fun if we manage to get this out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that seems that seems like a winning proposition. I have another option for you though. Yeah, I think what you need, Charlie, is a Predator 212 mini bike, and they're cheap too. This one's only 300 bucks. That is, and, and 50 miles an hour is about as fast as I get to anyway yeah. because I'm scared. Yeah. So the, this is a Predator 212 new engine mounted on modified KE100 body from 1979. It has a centrifugal clutch, so you don't have to worry about shifting, Charlie. I, I don't think I could shift that thing. It looks like it's a BMX bike. I'm reasonably certain it is a BMX bike with what I am reasonably certain is a lawnmower engine in it. It's definitely got BMX bike handlebars. That's for sure. Yes, they, they have taken great pains to make sure it has BMX handlebars. They say the top speed is 50 miles an hour. I'm I'm looking at this bike, and I'm going to say bullshit. I think if I'm doing 50 miles an hour in that, I'd better be wearing my brown pants. Yeah, but I, 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 I can't think of anyone I would imagine doing 50. No, hold on. Hills. Down a hill. Down a very... Extremely steep. Steep mm-hmm. hill. Like Pike's Peak and going downhill. I'm not sure at that point that that frame, which has got to be at least an inch of mild steel tubing. Yeah, I mean, I bet I bet those are like, you know, several millimeter thick steel walls of tubing on this bicycle frame that they have shoehorned this engine into and welded it together badly. There would be no frame flex. And the, and None. But, but, but it does have twin shocks. That's obviously an improvement. And it's a actual... Oh my God, it does. Swing. Yeah, yeah. And it's an actual swing arm. Yeah. I also think that those are probably mountain bike forks. Uh, they do look a bit like mountain bike forks because the front wheel does look suspiciously like a mountain bike wheel. Although here's the part that confuses me. It has what looks like a mountain bike wheel in the front, but it has a drum brake. No, I think that's a real, I think that's actually a 1979 dirt bike wheel. Okay. All right. That was, that was what they did in the year when I was born. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> hey, Shut I was up. busy being born when this bike was cool. Yeah, I have nothing to say. Just because I'm the same age as real Chuck is not a is not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're you're saying that this doesn't seem like a winner for you? I don't think I could. No. <laughs> so, so you need something with. Let me just let me just type. It. You need something with a bigger seat, don't you? You need something with wider handlebars. I need, definitely need something with a bigger seat and wider handlebars. Okay. How about this? Summertime have you down, well, you can still send it with this snowped. Clear title, $225. It looks like somebody crashed a pickup snowmobile onto something. <laughs> it looks to me like it's on top of a big ruckus. I'm not 100% sure. But that kind of looks I, like a big ruck. No, I think it's a Chinese scooter underneath. I can't tell. Yeah, so, so it's a snowped. Don't, you don't have snowpeds where you are? No. Well, how do you shift it? It's it's a it's a it's a scooter engine. You don't shift it. Oh. You hey, wait wait. You're looking at something that is clearly a snowmobile whose engine has been removed and a scooter has been inserted. And the thing you ask, the thing that occurs to you, is how do they shift it? Everything else is too dumb to ask. <laughs> you haven't thought of something like 
I don't know. I'm just going to throw this one out. How does it turn? <laughs> well, well, my second question. Are those handlebars connected to the scooter wheel, or are they connected to those... To the skis? The skis. And if you brake, do the skis dig in to give you extra flipping power? I don't know. I bet this thing is impossible, though. Stoppy. Well, <laughs> it's like it's like a backwards drag bar. Until the skis dig in, at which point that thing is going to stop it pretty quickly. That's a good point. Oh. I hadn't thought of that. If the skis were to, you know, grab something. From about 15, 15 miles an hour, it'll probably make with that much mass on top of that little tiny mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, you, you guys need to look at this picture uh, in the show notes. It's 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 a thing. It's plated. Yeah, that's the part that I can't figure out. Like, it's Wisconsin, but it's plated. It has a clear title, too. And again, I, I have to ask, for what? <laughs> for which? Yes. Yeah, so is it a title for the scooter? Or the title goes with the frame, right? Yeah, it goes with the frame or the engine, usually. Which, I guess, there's probably a scooter frame stuffed in there somewhere, right? There's, Maybe? There's got to be. Um, there's got to be. So do you think it's the title for the scooter frame? I can't see. Is that an off-highway plate? I can't. I can't tell. I don't no, know how to read. No, it's moped. Right. If you zoom in on the picture, that's a moped plate. So it's got the scooter's plate on the back. Ah, yes. Okay. I'm trying to imagine this conversation with the police now, and I'm thinking this gets funnier by the second. You can't have a snowmobile on the road, Charlie. It's not a snowmobile. It's a scooter. <laughs> it has <laughs> skis. <laughs> that are about. Three inches off the ground when it's standing up straight. Yep. It's got less lean angle than a cruiser. Well, in in fairness, you'll you'll know you're very secure when it's leaned over. I mean, it's not going to lean any further, right? I mean, who needs a side stand when you have skis, after all? It's true. It it is kind of like, well, you know, there's all these leaning bikes and these three front wheel bikes. You know, this is obviously the the precursor to them. Let's put the skis up front. Those are slidey bits. And, and you can, when you turn, you can get sparks without having your feet anywhere near the ground. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't think I could flat foot this. No, probably not. Standing up. <laughs> it appears to be on the center stand at the moment, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure it's held up by prayers and hopes and, um, I don't know. I, I'm sort of speechless, Todd. I, I, I here's the thing though. Let's say, let's say you're somewhere and you notice this thing next to the barn. Do you ride the snowped? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> but first, you have to have a beer and hand that beer to somebody because that, oh. is, that is hold my beer and watch this. this. You're right. This is hold my beer and watch this made manifest. This is, this is the physical manifestation of hold my beer and watch this. This is downshifter. In fact, that's how this thats how this got made. There's a long flashback, Todd. Mm-hmm. Yes, years years ago, Charlie and I ambushed a bunch of people at a fire with with Nerf guns and a Ural. And the year before that was the time when the ATV got careering around the fire. Yes, yes, that, that didn't go so well. No, but I, I like the fact that it has the 80s colors and the snowmobile. I, I think that really brings it together for me. Like, like if it, if it was a new, like, because you know the new snowmobiles, honestly, the front end of them looks exactly like the Multistrada or the Strom. Like right. the lights looking totally the same. Right. 
No, no, but this is this is this is good old eighty snowmobile with the with the blues and the purples and oh, the patterns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just haven't taken the skis off. No, that's the part that gets me the most. Like, I, if you took the skis off, it would kind of just sort of look like a reflex, right? Like one of those Honda a scooters. Big reflex with a saddle that's eight feet off the ground. Well, I, I don't know if you've picked up women in Marinette, Wisconsin recently, Charlie, but uh, <laughs> you know that's a that's a feature. There had to be tall women. Mm-hmm. This Chuck needs one of these. Chuck, this. this would have better luck of getting a girl on the back than a versus. That's probably true. I mean, you could get like a few back there. The whole <laughs> <seat. laughs> There's certainly the room for it. <laughs> but I'm just trying to imagine that, the conversation that went on when this thing got built. You know? I, here, hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> they just kind of... <laughs> again, and again, and again. So Drunken welder makes good. Well, makes this. <laughs> drunken, good, um, drunken welder makes. <laughs> You'd have to ride it if you're uh, I, close I, enough to it. I'm more to the point of what gave them the idea? Well, okay, okay, let me think. Uh, okay, I can come up with the answer for this. So, you've got a snowmobile, right? And the engine is stuffed. Yeah. Right. And you're like, well, this is useless. The body's still in pretty good shape for some values of pretty good shape. And you've got a scooter. But the body is shit. Huh? Huh? Why don't we put them together and see what happens? Uh huh. And they made it. I bet, you know, I bet the wind protection from that front end of snowmobile is spectacular. At the three and a half miles an hour, this probably makes on that engine. I would I would bet it easily does ten. Eventually. Eventually. I bet that that's honestly one of the most terrifying things you could possibly do. Well the front end will be planted, I'm guessing. Based because you know, if the skis are there <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually the other thing I bet it does is I bet it I bet it can actually lay rubber in the back if you lean forward just a teeny bit. Why would you need to lean forward? It's got all the weight on the front already. Well, you know, maybe you're fat. I don't know. <laughs> Snowpeds, ladies and gentlemen. Snowpeds are a thing. This is, this is, this may be the new strangest thing we have ever had on our show. With, with that one giant mirror, and I think it has a crash pad on the handlebars just in case. Well, that's the, we've, we've covered the skis, haven't we? <laughs> that's when you need the crash pad. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thank God I had the crash pad on the bars when my skis caught the ground, right? Yeah, because that's not going to happen any other time. Oh, my and... God. I know the real reason this exists. Oh, 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 I got it. Okay. The real reason behind the snow pad. Here's what happened. So this guy didn't have much money, right? And you know it's a guy. No woman would ever build this. Correct. One of his friends. That's all too sane. One of his friends got a spider. And he's like. Road snowmobile. Hmm. It, it, it's the precursor to a spider. I bet you could park next to spiders and everybody would be standing there for like 10 minutes looking at the two going, wait, wait, a, hey, hold on. What? I, I just wish there was a front on shot of it. I know. I, I want to see the front so badly. <laughs> They've only provided side and back. One of the, one of the side shots is like taken from... 50 feet away and shows more barn than snowped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
right? I, it, well, let's be honest. The judgment factor. It, is this a person with a lot of judgment? No. No, no. it's not. But Speaking you know, the person with less judgment, hmm. the person who actually buys this. True. On the bright side, you know, if you need a cheap, a, a cheap vehicle. To send it in summertime because mm-hmm. it has you down. Charlie, when was the last time you sent it? I mean, really? I, oh, I, you know, I don't do that kind of thing. I'm English. Oh, right. Sorry. My bad. Exactly. So, no, we try and, we try and, avoid, we try and avoid sending it. Mm. So, mm. Wouldn't, wouldn't be it. right or proper. We leave that to Chuck. So next on the bad judgment thing, we have a helmet used. What's a lot of money for that helmet? Yeah, this is a showy RF-1200 for which they want $420. Up for sales, my showy RF-1200 helmet in matte black with a mirror silver lens and unused clear lens size small. The silver lens is in excellent condition, implying the other one is in shitty condition. The helmet was used a few times and is in excellent condition. Comes with manual, soft protector bag. Lens, lens, boring, size small. Asking for 20 because they're 500 new and about 60 for the special lens and I'm a moron. Only selling because I no longer have a bike. Oh, the questions I have. So many questions. Well, at least he bought a helmet. That's a, that's true. That's or true. obtained a helmet mm-hmm. with so, a manual. So here's the here's the part that I find a little puzzling about this. I mean, a like a used helmet. Like kids don't buy used helmets. Not unless you know exactly. Who owned it, where it came from, and how? And trust that person far, far further than I trust Todd. Yeah, which is only as far as, far as is right and proper, right? Um. <laughs> or want to use it to fill it with concrete, put a bolt in the top, and use it as a hold down for your shade at the track. Which oh. I have a friend who has four helmets full mm-hmm. of concrete that he uses just for that. That's a really good idea. Yeah, I love filling helmets with concrete. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, what do you well, what do you do with an old helmet? That's the thing. I mean, once it's all packed out, it's useless. It's not like you can sell it. It's not like you know you. you, you it's a shame it. to throw it out. I, I mean, I hang them on the wall and look at them, and or put them in the background for video conferences. Oh, so everybody knows that you ride motorcycles. Yeah. Do you have a sign below them that says "I ride motorcycles"? If they can't figure it out for the motorcycle helmet, I don't want to talk about it. Ah, I see. Okay. It's a clue. It's a clue. I have desperately tried to figure out how to get a motorcycle into my office as a backdrop for the mm-hmm. for those calls. It's upstairs. I'm not clever enough. But this does it. Uh, how many drawings do you have on your desk of doodles of how do I get a motorcycle into this office? I, I didn't doodle it, but the, the best idea I have so far is to cut a hole in the floor. Uh huh. Yeah. And to put a lift downstairs. Ah, yes, I see. So that I can rotate them. And the other advantage to this is then I can have more motorcycles because the garage won't be full. Oh, my God. You could move them into the office and then you can lower them into the garage when you need them. Correct. I fail to see the problem with this idea. The hole in the floor of my office, which I will guarantee to fall down when I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. That. <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not smart enough, Todd. I'm just not smart enough to do this. The the reason I the reason I grabbed this ad, apart from kids don't buy used helmets, is he chose the mirror lens and take a look in the lens because it tells you a lot. I'm trying to see what's in the background. Yeah, it's like it's a fun it's a fun game to play. It's it, in his kitchen. 
Yeah, it's clearly in the kitchen. He's got some really ugly thing over the top of his window. And it kind of, like, I'm looking at it, based upon the counter and stuff, this kind of looks like either one of those manufactured homes where it's like, you know, do you want the square home or the rectangle home? Or it's like a really shitty apartment. I think it's a shitty apartment. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, that looks like a real window. Yeah. He's got the bag for it. Yeah. Well, he barely used it, right? Right. And the manual. And you know, you said that other lens was in shitty condition. It's still in the plastic. It, whoa, it is still in the plastic. Damn, dude. And that's a wooden drawer. That's not a shitty apartment. Look, he's got a hardwood floor. Yeah, he does. This is, this is the, this is like a fairly nice house he's in. Is this, so I'm wondering, so there's, there's, there's the two possibilities I go with. A, it's somebody who bought a bike and couldn't afford it and they're going to get rid of all this shit. B, this is the classic Utah thing. You know, Billy there in the picture, taking a picture with his cell phone, helpfully showing us his reflection, has bought the bike. But now Billy is getting married and Billy must sell. And that's an expensive helmet. It is. Or bought bike, scared himself, mm-hmm. crashed mm-hmm. helmet. Mm-hmm. Helmet. Yep. There's one other possibility I see here. What do you think the 420 indicates that this is actually a secret way to buy weed? I wouldn't even have thought of that. The helmet is actually full of weed. That's, That's a the lot deal. Of, a lot of weed. Why would you not just drive to Colorado? I have no idea. It's Nevada. <laughs> it's legal in Nevada. Uh, it must be. It must be noted at this point that I don't actually have any idea how to buy weed. <laughs> go to Colorado. Well, apparently yes. Go to go to Colorado and go to the store where it says you right. know, buy weed here. Yes, I, I have had uh, relatives come over and want to. Catch the bus to Colorado because they didn't realize it was far. <laughs> just, just to see the dispenser, and I'm like, mm, yes, I'm, I'm sorry, you're English, and you don't really understand distances. There's no, there's no understanding of distances. But he wanted to see a legal weed dispensary, mm-hmm. just to see, obviously. Certainly, just to see. Yes. For the story. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Bad choice radio goes to our final. Classified for the night. Uh, oh, Ape Hangers. 2004 Honda Shadow 600. 5,400 miles on it. So that's 13 years, 5,400 miles. I'm not doing the math at this time of night, but that doesn't sound like a lot of miles a year. About 400. 400. It runs, but just needs reassembled. I'm not sure how those things go together. That 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 was the, that was the significant pause. Mm-hmm. Thought this is a project. Yes, it's definitely a project. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> just don't have the time to work on it. What does he want for it? A thousand dollars. Well, it does. It does run. Just needs, but just needs reassembled. He's got quite a good tool chest in the background. He does. I don't know what he's waiting for. The time apparently, or it's so broken he can't figure it out, or he realized that those ape hangers are dumb and no way. Am I allowed to offend eight hanger riders? Yes. Proceed. I yes. Excellent. I'm glad. They're dumb. <laughs> Please don't come and hunt me down and kill me. <laughs> you mean you mean audit you? Yes. Audit me. Uh, or fix my teeth badly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so he's he's taken this the Shadow 600, which is a shame because that's like it's one of the better Shadow engines. You know, it's chain driven 600, made pretty good power and was pretty efficient. But uh, he's turned it into this really ill-advised chopper thing. Yeah, that doesn't look. It's slammed all the way down on the back. I it can't, is severely slammed. 
It's so dark, I can't see if it actually has any rear suspension at all. You know, it actually might not, and that's why, when he talks about reassemble, that's possible, that's one of the things that needs to be reassembled. You know, put the back suspension back together. Well, it's a chopper, it doesn't need suspension, right? That's what the tire's for. I'm pretty sure you have to have something that holds the tire off of the fender. That's the fender's job, or the tire's job. You, you, you can lay down more rubber that way. Between the bars. <laughs> Hopefully the bars aren't too far apart in this case. <laughs> no, because that tire is not going to last very long. No. But, no. but, but makes good burnouts. Uh, you don't have to worry about actually burning out. It'll burn out wherever you go on the fender. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. I hadn't thought of that. It's like a smoke screen in case the cops are chasing you, like, really slowly. Instant rolling burnout. Mm-hmm. Yep, perfect, I like it. Perfect, perfect for style points. Yep, yep. Combined with ape hangers for maximum style. Yeah, I see where maximum, this is going. Maximum style. And um, and no front fender, because I love that. It's always a really smart idea. Who needs a front fender? Nobody rides in the rain or rocks or anything like that. Or but, even but, dust or, yeah, even bugs or, yeah. Anything on the road. There's nothing on the roads. Having those things makes it easier to maintain cruiser face. If you're constantly being bombarded, it's a reminder that cruiser face is a necessity. Uh, that's that's a very clever approach. Right. You don't have to think about it. You're getting stuff thrown into your face because you're wearing a novelty helmet. Yep. Because yep. you can't wear a real helmet on this bike. No, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's illegal. They'll pull you over and ticket you. Well, I'm pretty sure it would catch fire, just out of, you know, reality contradictions. Mm-hmm. And so you're in your novelty helmet, getting bombarded in the face by everything off the road. Mm-hmm. Cruiser face comes naturally. Ah, I never quite put two and two together on that, but it makes sense. Two plus two makes five. And and front front wheel with no fender makes cruiser face. Makes cruiser face, yeah. Cruiser there face. All right. Necessity. Yeah. I'm going to say I would not buy this bike. I can say I wouldn't buy any of those bikes, though I still want to ride the snowpad. <laughs> I, I, you know, if he was charging like 10 bucks for a ride on the snowpad, I think I might pay it. I would absolutely pay it. <laughs> I didn't have to fix it after I crashed it. Yeah. And with full leathers and a helmet that I didn't care about. For when it inevitably, horrifyingly <laughs> crashes. It's a good selection of classifiers. I thought I thought it was a pretty good selection. Thank you, thank you to listeners who sent in these wonderful, wonderful classifieds, especially the snowpad. That I, I can't get the snowpad out of my head. I've been looking at the snowpad on my phone for like three days, showing it to everybody I see. I'm like, look at this. I, I just want to know what they were searching for when that showed up, because that's not motorcycle, is it? That's I don't know what SNW is on Craigslist. That's my guess. What were they searching for when they found that snowpad? Uh, a, a snowmobile? I hope. They were like, I don't know if I want a snowmobile or I want a moped. Why not both? I guess so. Yeah. But, and again, congratulations to the man who put that together, because that is that is redneck genius. It it really is. It truly, truly is. That looks so, like something Heather's father would have tried to build. Oh, was he a uh, he was a uh, stick things together type of fellow? Try to stick things together and then let them sort of rust and rot in the barn. Ah, yes. What I'm told. You know, there there are a whole bunch of half built snowpads. I'm sure in barns that don't actually you can't send it with. I I I don't think there's probably a whole bunch of even half built snowpads. 
it takes a peculiar genius mm-hmm. to think of that idea. Or it takes the snowmobile falling on top of the scooter and just starting to stick there. We had to consider that possibility. Maybe the scooter was parked behind a truck and the snowmobile just fell out. That was my first. When I saw the picture, that was literally my first thought was that they dropped the snowmobile on the scooter and then went, oh, this is cool. Let's sell it. I need to I need to sell one of these right now. This is an idea whose time has come. Absolutely. The best part is. Do you think you could put a knobby or, or put a nails in that tire and actually ride it on the snow? I guess, maybe? I'm thinking as to how would you steer? With your body weight. I'm not sure that would work the way you're thinking it would work when those skis touch the ground. I don't want it to work. I want to video it. <laughs> you just want to watch it on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, let me just let me just hit the repeat button. I'm going to need some popcorn and a second beer here. Oh, I'm so jealous. No beer here. Oh, tragic. Tragic. Well, I've got Utah beer here, so I, I don't know if that counts. Is it a Utah, Utah beer, or is it an imported into Utah beer? It's a Utah, Utah beer. So that means it's stronger than 3-2 beer? Um, no. No, it's not. Oh, I thought when they brewed beer in Utah, they could make real beer. They, they can, but you have to buy it at the liquor store. They have those, Todd. You can go to them. I know. I know, but they're so far. I'm already at the supermarket, and I'm so lazy. Certainly the last is true. So uh, I, I'm adding more motorcyclists to the fold. I bought. I uh, helped my nephew buy a Nighthawk. With how big? Which one? The 250. Perfect little starter bike. How How is your nephew now? He's uh, he's turning 18, and he's uh, he's got a full ride to school. So his parents went from, like, you're not going to have money for a motorcycle to, yeah, fuck it, whatever, buy a motorcycle. <laughs> we, we don't have to pay. Your college fund is paid for. Ta-da! <laughs> oh, we're so happy with you. Please have a motorcycle. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah. We'll be skiing. <laughs> Taking trips and, and buying fancy clothes. and Ski, as in the definition of spending kids' inheritance. Oh, okay. All right. I was thinking like ski, like like riding snowpads, but whatever. I, That's good too. I, I thought I, we could have a clever segue. Oh yes, good, good, strong showing. We're, we're working on this thing. I'm not very good at this show thing. That's I've okay. Had 187 episodes of practice, but mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah, uh, you'll you'll improve. It'll be it'll be great. This new this new higher class of Chuck that I'm getting to enjoy. Uh, there's less giggling, less drinking, and, and I have very very many fewer Transformers tattoos. That that's true. We were going to talk about that later, though. We'll need we'll need you to get on the on the stick on a few of those. I mean, you're English. Shouldn't you basically like arrive somewhere and beer shows up? Well, I'm not the right class of English for that. Ah, right. Okay, you're the you're the you're the the slightly posh variety. I, no, I'm the I, I'm the not posh enough variety to have the beer show up wherever I go. Oh, I see. Okay, you go to the beer. I go. I have to go to the beer. The beer does not come to me. It's kind of a shit deal. It, well, it is. But speaking of that, I'm hopefully going to go home for a couple of weeks and see that. Have a beer, or a couple of days, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, a little motorcycle trip out to Mizano. Oh, so, wow. MotoGP time, go watch some racing. Go watch some guys who know how to do it. Yep, yep. In, in I, Italy. Definitely, definitely trying, once again, trying to build myself up above Chuck standards. Sure, yes, naturally. I mean, you know, got to go see the. Now, now, will you rent a bike, or will you take a car, or just do the train? Oh, we haven't decided. Ah. Uh-huh. 
well, it, it's Bologna, so apparently you have to rent a Ducati, and mm-hmm. I still have my hair. Yeah, yeah, you own so, a Ducati, Charlie. I know. I'm 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 immediately stopping the defensive defensive actions on the Ducati ownership yeah. before you get into it. Lest anyone think that Charlie is bald, he is not bald. Not yet. Not yet. I'm tearing my hair out occasionally. The Ducati Ducati's working on. I own a forty-five thousand mile Ducati. Yeah, that's pretty darn good. Not bad. Let me think. That's that's like thirty-five uh, valve adjustments now. Luckily, it's three. Okay, that, that's pretty good. It's coming up for its third, and it didn't really need the second because it did have new heads and valves at nineteen thousand miles. I sense a story there. Yeah, well, you know, Ducati thought that coolant that dissolved aluminium was a good thing to put in. By the way, aluminium is the correct pronunciation. Go look it up. And I knew just just in case we're educating. Mm-hmm. Aluminum is an acceptable alternative for Yanks. And Noted. Yeah. Ducati filled their bikes up a bunch of them with, with coolant, with aluminium eating coolant, which when you have aluminium heads is, is, uh-huh. is a bad thing. Yeah, I can, I can see where that might be contraindicated. And I take it it takes a little while to work before you realize what's going on. Yeah. And then you get you pull off in big clouds of white smoke out of the exhaust everywhere. Mm-hmm. On the bright side, you know, you, you get noticed, right? I mean, you are riding a Ducati. That's that's part of the deal, isn't it? And, and, well, as I was told by a friend of mine when he bought his 848, that he, he parked somewhere and he was told, no, you don't have to do that. You ride a Ducati now. You're royalty. It's a really good thing that I wasn't standing there when that conversation took place. <laughs> he wasn't the one saying it. It was somebody saying it to him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They got a lot better. Mm-hmm. I've been. I, I have to say that has been a super, super good bike, and there are very, very few bikes that can do everything that Multistrada can do, as well as it can do it. Well, I think we're about out of show, Charlie. What, what have you learned from tonight's show? I've learned that snow pits are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've learned that I have a new project, and I need a way to hide it from my wife. You have a sidecar. Could yeah. you put a no, you could just make a plastic snowmobile front for the sidecar, and it would... No. You, you know, the way my sidecar is shaped, I could actually just put pretend skis on it just to fuck with people. You, I, I, was, I was actually thinking that. You just have to make sure that they absolutely lift, because... No, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't lean very much, does it? No, not really. No. See, so you'd be fine. You could literally put the skis on the front just to get people's impressions of it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think this needs to happen, but certainly for Halloween. Oh, yes. I look forward to the photos, and I look forward more to that, to the photos of people's reaction to it as you go down the street. I'm going to need a lot of cameras. You should find someone who has a GoPro or 17. Mm-hmm. Does Chuck have a GoPro? I think he does. I think we can make it happen. I think it's a thing. <laughs> it's a go. It's a lot. Okay. But that's all we got time for tonight. So, till next time, ride safe, everyone. And uh, keep, keep that shiny side up. Take care, everybody. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.